Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, I don't know what it is about the holidays, but it sure seems to crank out the A-level drama in most people. I mean, if you've never had an aunt, an aunt of yours that you've argued with over the holidays, or at any other time in life, for some reason the holidays are going to drag that shit out. You'll have a cousin that you never cared about in your life, and suddenly you have to discuss why Grandma's cat hated him. But it's just the way the holidays shake down. So much stuff begins to flow downhill emotionally that you got no choice but either fight the current or just turn and go with it. You know, Dennis Miller described this once. He said he's, he, he once had an above-ground pool that his parents had. And he said and he would immediately begin going in a circle, getting the, the current going that way. And then he would turn around and he would fight the current. And he said and the older he got, the less desire he had to turn and fight that current. He said the much stronger desire was just to turn and float with the current. Occasionally bring your balls past the air jet. And I think everybody can kind of get behind that idea. Not necessarily the air jets on your balls. I mean, that's a personal taste thing. But, I mean, just turning and going with the flow. Like Bruce Lee said, you know, be like water. Water flows around everything, and yet it'll bring a mountain down if you give it enough time. And I think that's the best way to survive the holidays. Be like water. Just flow with it. And when a rock jumps into the middle of it or somebody cannonballs right into the middle of it, expand, absorb, move on. I think some of the greatest family arguments I've ever seen have been around the holidays. And they're so much more fun to see. Because with I don't even think it's that... I think the last really good family argument I saw around the holidays was two cousins that I don't even know that well. But I think you don't necessarily have to have an A-list argument. Like, they don't have to be the best debaters in a family. But I think it's because you have even a little bit of context, a little bit of backstory on them, and it makes it so much better. You know, I once saw at a funeral the two 80-year-old brothers go at it still arguing over something that went along went on so long ago neither one of them truly remembers what it's about one thinks it might be about a car the other one thinks it may be about a woman but at 80 plus they're in the front yard shucking their jackets going to settle this shit once and for all like they do every year and it's fascinating that people can hang on to shit for that long but what else is family for, if not to hang on to a bunch of shit you don't need? It's like a closet or a chest of drawers that just, it's going to travel with you and follow you throughout your life. So fill it full of that shit you don't need, and it'll open itself up for examination each and every holiday. Now with all that in mind, it leads us to today's episode, The Holiday's Shitstorm on today's caffeinated humor. Side note, today's blog post is from the holidays, but like I've mentioned in the last few podcasts, the order that I'm reading these in, because there's over 700 posts. If I start skipping because it hits by season, 
I'm going to miss them. I'm going to start redoing them. I'm going to double up on them. It'll be a nightmare. So it's just the middle of summer here and we're doing Christmas stuff. You're going to have to bear with me. That being said, on with the show. You know, the day after Christmas is an often blurry ordeal. If you're mom and dad, you're trying to get the house cleaned up after the kids have destroyed it. If you're a single woman, you're cleaning up the tear-soaked Kleenex and empty Haagen-Dazs quart containers that are everywhere. Now, this is loosely based on the true story of a girl that I know whose biological clock began ticking at 16. However, due to her excessively high-maintenance personality, she now finds herself single, kidless, boyfriendless, and jobless at 43. Now, if you're a single guy, your place looks the exact same, mainly because you go to other people's houses for the holidays. Use your own place? Fuck that nonsense. Single guys usually have an issue with anyone else coming into their personal space for any period longer than sex. Now, it is a shallow point of view for anybody else in the world other than single guys. And once the feel-good holiday of Christmas is over, the in-between period starts. This is that awkward two days after Christmas, but right before New Year's, that kind of has that dull feeling like you just got invited to watch your aunt have her feet scraped. Let that one sink in. And if it's not an immediate wrinkle your brow and kind of, yeah, there's something wrong with you. Now it is during this period that most people get that sad malaise that just kind of lingers. The emotional shitstorm of Christmas and the parties to come on the horizon. And you're stuck in the middle. It can get ugly. I seem to be that person that people mistakenly think is a sympathetic shoulder to cry on. This is only true if you think that a true friend is somebody who would listen to your problems and either hold them against you uh, in order to get you into bed or belittle you in a blog post or a podcast or both. Don't judge. I mean, we've all met people. This isn't a surprise. This is usually a really easy time of the year to feel down. You don't even have to try hard. Even those of us who are hyper and bubbly due to a really twisted metabolism that they've had since birth. However, I am a firm believer in stacking the deck. So just on the off chance that my mind decides that I'm its whipping boy for the holiday season, I will plan activities that leave me no choice other than to be in a good mood. I'll do this even if I'm heading into the holidays with a great attitude to start with. My mind can and will turn on me like an angry snake, and it doesn't play fair. Read a few of these of the blog posts or listen to the podcast and consider the fact that I filter a lot more of the offensive crap out in the name of trying to re- retain the viewership rather than drive everyone away. And yet, it's an evil little pit in the back of my head that's trying to do just that. Now think of what my mind will do when genie's out of the bottle and it's really trying to hurt someone. It's not pretty, but it is better to be safe than suicidal. Speaking of, now this is about the 10th year in a row that I've heard of a holiday suicide of someone I've met at least once. This year's victim is a guy I worked with about 20 years ago. And this dude had it all back when I knew him. Employed, kids, house, nice car, 
possibly the hottest wife outside of a porn film I've ever seen. And he was alone and homeless and it would appear divorced when he checked out. I am sorry to hear. He was a good dude and he always laughed at my jokes and that's a little more precious these days than you think. It's like a friend that's trying hard. And to those of us who think of, lovingly think of ourselves as attention whores, it's worth its weight in gold. I do wish him peace. Moving on. Now that everyone's in that upbeat mood after the suicide thought, let me finish this podcast with a thought that will get you through the holidays. Our taxes are definitely growing up. We're screwed. So happy new year, but not for several days. Time for coffee.